and welcome to another edition of Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Two Steps Ahead Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. I'm Son Edom, and coming up on the show, we are going to talk about something that I think is um, something we don't really talk a whole lot about as far as the specifics, the requirements, what our expectations are. I think it's just something that we automatically kind of give away, and that is who are our heroes? And what I mean by give away, do we really have any uh, definition, any standards, any measurements, anything that we look at and say, okay, this person fills these requirements or this box or whatever it might be, standards, and therefore that makes them a hero? Or do we just look at their position, celebrity, musician, movie star, uh, social media influencer, and we say they're a hero because of the position that they have, the status that they hold, and not necessarily because anything they've done. And to get this uh, party started, the jumping off point is this. So I think it's the uh, newspaper in Arizona. They announce every year the Arizonian person of the year. Okay. So they're going to pick someone that represents Arizona as the person of the year. Now, in the past, they've had things such as the Arizona election defenders, not really sure exactly what that is. I tried to look it up, but I think it's just people that were like defending the elections as legit. Arizona healthcare workers during the pandemic, uh, Kirsten Cinema, who is a senator for Arizona, Jeff Flake, John McCain, again, more politicians. And so then this year's Arizonian of the year is Brittany Griner. WNBA, Phoenix Mercury, that's the Arizona connection. She's on the Phoenix Mercury. She's a part of Team USA Hoops. Now, if you don't know anything about Brittany Griner, you've probably been living, as they say, under a rock somewhere or off the grid somewhere, which is almost impossible these days. So Brittany Griner is somebody who has presented anti-American sentiments before, like not wanting to be on the court during the national anthem. She has had some anti-American rhetoric, and it goes from there. Now, I'm not going to do the politics of it, but this is the jumping-off point as to when we talk about heroes. So Brittany Griner was the Arizonian Person of the Year. What uh, got her to be the Person of the Year? Was it uh, some heroic thing that she had done? Was she able to save lives? Was she able to influence other people for good? What exactly did she do? Well, as you know, Brittany Griner went to Russia because I think in the off season she plays basketball in Russia. And it was February of 2022. She rolls into Russia via the airplane and 
gets arrested for trying to smuggle drugs, marijuana, vape, I think it was. But again, marijuana was the base of it, an illegal substance for Russia. So she got arrested. Eventually, she pled guilty. So she became an admitted felon and was sentenced to a number of years, like decades, maybe 10 plus years, maybe more in uh, a Russian prison. So as this story unfolds, now they're talking about a prison swap. And so the name that Russia presents is Victor Bout, a guy who's known as the merchant of death, an arms dealer, someone whose actions have led to the deaths of many people through terrorist activities, either through his personal involvement or the dealing of weapons to terrorists. And so they do the prison swap and Brittany Griner comes home after spending a few months in a Russian prison. Now she was convicted of smuggling and possession of cannabis in Russia. And I guess it was nine years in prison was the total amount. Now bout on the other hand was guilty, found guilty of conspiring to kill Americans, acquiring and exporting anti-aircraft missiles, missiles that can shoot down airplanes, providing material support to a terrorist organization. So that is your Arizonian person of the year, somebody who went to Russia and was arrested and convicted of possession of an illegal substance, drugs, and got nine years in prison and was swapped out for an arms dealer, a terrorist. Now, why would this be reason for somebody to name Brittany Griner Arizonian of the year? What did she do? What heroic thing did she do to deserve this? Well, a couple things come to mind that kind of put her on that pedestal, being in the WNBA, which nobody really watches anyways. Uh, You can have that debate with your friends at the water cooler during work hours or at the bar during happy hour, because I'm not going to get into that, because we all know that nobody does watch the WNBA. Second, she is a black person, claims to be African-American, and she is married to a woman, making her part of the LGBTQ. That's all you need these days now to be a hero. Well, let's compare that to the other well-known Arizonian of the year. Perhaps you have forgotten about this guy. Hopefully not. Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman played football at Arizona State University and then was drafted and played in the NFL for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, after 9-11 hit, Pat Tillman, he quit football, he joined the Army, and then he was killed in Afghanistan at the age of 27. So here's a guy that left a career in the NFL, left on the table, I'm sure, a lot of money. And basically went and sacrificed his life in order to defend this country from terrorists. So when you take a look at these two cases, and again, you might know John McCain. You might know Jeff Flake. You might know Kirsten Cinema, just because they're politics and politicians and maybe you follow the news. Again, I ask, what have they done? I know John McCain was a POW for a while in Vietnam, but again, what have they done? John McCain no longer with us. Jeff Flake no longer in the in the Senate, and uh, Kirsten Cinema is still serving. 
But you take a look at Pat Tillman. Here's a guy that left the NFL to go serve overseas to fight terrorism, ultimately gave his life. Brittany Griner is an admitted felon in Russia. Is there any comparison between the two? I mean, how have we gone from someone like Pat Tillman being the person of the year for Arizona to now like 20 years later, we've got somebody that is an admitted felon, a drug dealer or drug smuggler, I guess, according to Russia. Now you can debate all you want about cannabis. And I think this is the one thing that Americans are arrogant about. See, we have laws that our district attorneys don't prosecute. In fact, you can just probably pop on any headline news, maybe search any of the major news networks' websites, and you'll see district attorney is not going to enforce these laws. Well, if you're the district attorney and you're not going to enforce the laws, why are you district attorney? But again, we'll move on. And so then you might think, well, in America, marijuana is not a big deal. Well, in some places, it still is a big deal. Some places, it's still illegal. But again, in our narcissistic American thinking, we think that we can go someplace else, do whatever we want, regardless of the laws in that other country, and get away with it. Now, if I was to travel to another country, which I've only been to Mexico for like a day, I really have no desire to go to Mexico right now. I really have no desire to go any place outside the United States right now, and for several reasons. But if I was, the first thing I would do is check the laws of the land. Many, many years ago, there was a, an American who was caned, I think, in Singapore. And everybody was outraged about the fact that the discipline that he was going to receive was barbaric, a caning, which is happening more and more frequently in some of these countries. But again, he was violating their rules, their laws. And so people were outraged by it, but there was no outrage about the laws that he was committing or violating and the acts that he was committing. I remember like vandalism was a part of it, maybe some petty theft. And again, we might not think petty theft is a big deal in America, but in other countries, the law of the land is the law of the land, and they have absolutely a zero tolerance for it. You can't wiggle your way out of it with a Twinkie defense. You can't wiggle your way out of it with a slick attorney. You have to face the consequences of your action. So again, if you were going to go to another country, you should know the laws of the land. How many of you have ever sat around and watched those uh, locked up abroad type shows? And the first thing they say is how they got suckered into it. And the first thing my reaction is, you're an idiot. Could you not see this coming? So Brittany Griner, apparently thinking that in her WNBA stardom, in her American narcissistic thinking, in the fact that perhaps even she's LGBTQ and maybe African-American, and so she's checking off these boxes that give her privilege here in America, she decided that she was going to go to Russia and probably get away with it, and lo and behold, she wasn't, or she didn't. Now, again, you can argue and debate the politics of it. These are pretty much just the facts. Of course, maybe Putin used it to politi- or for political gain to get Victor Bout out uh, from U.S. custody. I know there was uh, another 
American that was wanting to be a part of that, and he's still sitting over there. Since this happened, other Americans, there's one in, I think it was uh, Abu Dhabi, that's been wasting away, an American citizen, rotting away, as they say, in the article, in a uh, jail over there. And so, again, what gave this government, our American government, the onus to get this one particular person out? And I think it has to do with the fact that she's considered a hero in this country. So we've come a long way when you nominate someone like Pat Tillman, who is definitely worthy to be a true American hero, to now celebrating sketchy celebrity-type people. Remember Jesse Smollett and the outrage around the crimes that were committed against him? the hate crimes, and then it turned out he did it himself. He arranged the whole thing to try to make a bigger name for himself, and guess what? He was convicted, but he's out on appeal, or he's out of jail while his conviction is being appealed. Who has ever heard of that? And so it goes on and on. Most people are in jail when you have your conviction being appealed, but he's out running around, and people still think he was a victim of racism, even though he defended it. Again, let's just take some more headline news. Hunter Biden. It's becoming a bigger and bigger story now. But prostitutes, crack cocaine, guns, and these are in videos that he posted online. And people are still defending him to this day. Why? Why are you defending a guy that is out there flaunting the fact that he can get away with things that you cannot? What about Epstein Island and all the pedophiles? Why haven't they been named? Who's protecting them? Who's protecting the pedophiles? Why? Well, probably because if I was to fathom a guess based on rumors and innuendo from insiders that follow these kind of political slash law type crimes, you've got politicians, celebrities, and other big names for sure probably involved, got to protect them. So why do we want to protect these people from the consequences of their actions when you would not be afforded the same luxury? Why do you defend these people? Started back with uh, Bill Clinton when he was president, right? I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Okay, fine, I did. Joe Biden sitting there on, what, 60 Minutes and telling it, how bad it was that Trump had classified documents. It turns around, oh, he does too. And then what happens? They defend him for doing the very same thing that they wanted to have Trump be tried for treason over. Again, very different. Why? Why is that? So all that brings me to the real topic of the show. Okay, We put these people up on pedestals. We call them heroes, musicians, celebrities, uh, actors, politicians, athletes, movie stars. They're heroes. Why? We praise them. It's um, award season, right? Golden Globes. You've got the People's Choice Awards. You've got, uh, again, the Grammys for music. You've got the Oscars. And people are going to be praising all these celebrities for doing something that is supposedly great in their industry. And yes, there's a lot of talented people out there. I'm not going to take that away from them. I'm going to give them their credit. But really, what have they done to rise to the fact of being a hero? 
I think of Taylor Swift. We talked about it on a recent podcast about her and Ticketmaster. Uh, what is, I think, whatever Staples Center is named today in Los Angeles, um, there was a banner up there or that said uh, you have the L.A. Championship Lakers banners. So the L.A. Lakers are championship banners. You have the Lakers and their jerseys that have been retired, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You have the Kings and a couple of Stanley Cup championship banners up there hanging from the rafters. And then you have a Taylor Swift, or at least you did, Taylor Swift banner that said most consecutive sold-out shows at Staples Center. And that makes her a hero. So why? I ask you this question. Why are these people or these type of people, why are these type of people your heroes? Uh, we talked about uh, award season, right? Remember Will Smith, the slap heard around the world? Is he a hero? There's been in the past some things that I've used, audio clips from him, that was pretty good. But I never considered him a hero, is he? What about Kim Kardashian? Ever stop to think what made her popular? Put her out there in the mainstream? Like really, boom, there goes her career. If you look it up, at least the information I found, it was a sex tape that made her famous. What about Tom Brady? A lot of people consider him the greatest of all time. He's having a rough go of it this year. But he's also cheated with the flake gate. The Patriots also cheated with Spygate. He was suspended for deflate gate, I think, four games or something like that. And yet he's a hero. How many of you were Team Johnny versus Amber Heard? And you were all for Johnny Depp. Team Depp during the civil trial with Amanda Heard. Remember when Johnny Depp wanted to blow up the White House? Now, granted, people aren't. Perfect, and I get that. But again, why is Johnny Depp a hero? Or what about this? Keanu Reeves. Reputation is that of a good guy. He's a humble actor. I don't think there are any scandals that I have heard. In fact, a lot of things that I read and a lot of posts on social media and just information that comes out about him, about his family, about his history, seems to be one of humility, one of wanting to help others. I read a story one time where somebody came up, I think wanted an autograph. Maybe it was a, a younger boy, younger kid, and he sat there and he talked with him. He has respect for people. He supports charities and other good causes. He started charitable organizations. Like I said, couldn't find any negative reviews or news stories. Is that a pretty good example of a hero? Who's your hero? Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Michael Jordan. Some say he's the greatest of all. What about LeBron James? Are any of these guys worthy? Well, maybe Jackie Robinson. Because of not only the things he endured, but how he did it. In fact, I've played a clip a couple times on shows from... Red Barber talking about Jackie Robinson, and it wasn't the fact that Jackie Robinson was a great baseball player, nor was it the fact that he was the person that broke the color barrier. It was the fact on how he responded to all the negativity, all the crit, uh, criticism, all the stuff that he had to endure. 
It was how he responded to it that made him great. Could he be a hero? What about musicians? Daddy Yankee. Apparently there seems to be a a big um, run on Daddy Yankee albums at a store chain that are hard to find. Taylor Swift and her concerts being sold out to the point where Ticketmaster crashes. What about Harry Styles? Bad Bunny, Drake, Beyonce, name any musician. These tend to be the musicians that are right now having top songs on the Billboard charts. I know a lot of you defend Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Donald Trump, even the Obamas. But why are they heroic? What makes them a hero in your mind? I'd really love to have this conversation. But all these people... Really heroes? Do they have what it takes to be a hero? So what is a hero? Well, the definition is a person admired for achievements and noble qualities. Well, what's the definition of noble? Possessing outstanding qualities. So again, it's someone that really rises above, right? They say the cream comes to the top. A person who is admired for achievements and possesses outstanding qualities. So mention, so all the people that I mentioned earlier, of those people who has or has had outstanding qualities, who has achieved something, who's achieved something that has a positive impact on somebody else, do any of your heroes fit this definition? I know to me it sounds like maybe Pat Tillman, Sacrificing an NFL career to fight for our country against terrorism, ultimately giving his life for that in Afghanistan. Keanu Reeves, possibly. Charitable organizations, helping others, humility. And I don't even think if you talk to him, I don't even think that his movies would be the main thing that he would look at to his accomplishments. It's probably all the stuff he does off screen. To help people. What about Mother Teresa? Is Mother Teresa a hero? Doing great work during her lifetime. What about Gandhi? Martin Luther King Jr. He had a dream. And we've talked about it before. But has his dream died because of the way society is today? Or is it still ongoing? Another person who sacrificed his life to try or as he was trying to achieve equality. People aren't perfect, that's for sure. And we don't need to hold them to this high regard. And we look at politicians. Politician A does something and everybody criticize and will go after him and want him punished. I mean, Joy Behar on The View is the biggest offender of this. She hates Donald Trump, and she'll accuse him of all this stuff. And then, whoa, Joe Biden does the exact same thing, and now she goes into conspiracy theorist mode and says, Republicans planted, Joe Biden couldn't do nothing. Why are you defending him? That's just an example. Why do you defend somebody whose achievements are scandalous? 
Why do you defend somebody whose accomplishments are just because they can bounce a basketball or because they can throw a football? Does that make them a hero? So let's find out. As you know, I like to do man on the street. Man on the street, this is where someone goes out and interviews people just out in the public, on the sidewalk somewhere, and asks them, in this case, what is a hero? Drill sergeant once told me that integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's looking. That's what a hero is, and I think heroes come in all form. A hero to me is somebody who's willing to step up, not because they're asked to, but simply because they know it's the right thing to do. A brave individual who goes out of his or her way to protect others. I've seen heroes in the military, uh, served alongside them. A hero is someone who will give up their freedoms, their safety, for your freedom and for your safety. All of our military members who signed that dotted line. Sacrificing everything, doing whatever it takes to help another. Life, limb, love of family, whether it's freedom or those in need. I consider every person that fights for our country a hero. Doesn't do it for the money, doesn't do it for the fame. They don't care about, you know, the recognition that they're going to get from it. The spontaneity of reacting or sacrificing and giving up of themselves just to help another human being. A hero to me is my mother. My dad is a former vet from the Navy. My mom was the first woman in the Florida Air National Guard. I couldn't have a better hero. She's my hero. Una persona extraordinaria que lucha para salvar este gran país. Hero is someone who faces insurmountable circumstances, but yet still puts himself out there. Someone who puts the team first. Someone that's willing to lay it all on the line. Even when they're scared, they uh, they give all they got. And they, sometimes you got to stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. Standing up for someone who can't stand up for themselves. Integrity. Doing the right thing when no one is looking. How often do we do the right thing when nobody is looking? How often do we do the wrong thing when nobody is looking? How often do we do something just so that we can look like we're doing the right thing when everybody's looking? They say the uh, the true mark of somebody, the true character quality of somebody is doing something or what you do when no one is looking. So what you do when no one is looking kind of defines the type of character you have. Is it the right thing? Is it the wrong thing? I remember working overnights at a radio station many times and or the weekends. And when you're overnights or the weekends, there's nobody watching you. And there is opportunity, if you really took it, to slap off, half-ass the job. Sure, you could get it done so that on paper, all the commercials play, all the programming plays, and that's about it. But are you really doing the job? It's what you do when no one is looking. That's what matters. That's integrity. Stepping up, not because they asked you to, but because it's the right thing to do. Another thing was heroes are brave protecting others. When you think of heroes, I mean, I mentioned 9-11 earlier, you think of first responders, right? Think of uh, the police, the firefighters, healthcare. I mean, recently it was healthcare workers. I think uh, in the uh, spring of 2020 or sometime during 2020, uh, over the road, long haul truck drivers. They were heroes. They kept our country open, remember? And then they became evil during those freedom convoys. 
Interesting how times change, right? What about someone who gives up safety and freedom so that you can have safety and freedom? Does that sound like someone we mentioned earlier, maybe Pat Tillman? No money, no fame, no recognition. Someone doing it not for the money, not for the fame, not for the recognition, but because it's the right thing to do. Because it's in their nature to do that. You know, we like to uh, see people that say they're giving away their money. And then they say how much money they're giving. And that's fine. There's nothing against that. But what about the person that gives in secret, like I mentioned earlier? Keanu Reeves. Have you ever really looked at what he does off screen and the charitable work that he does? And again, I'm not mentioning Pat Tillman and Keanu Reeves and saying that this is it. Those are the heroes. But when you take a look at them, compare them to other people that are viewed as heroes, there's really no comparison between the two. They're not perfect. They're not above anybody, but what they did was they did the right thing. Everybody questioned Pat Tillman, like, what are you doing? But he went and served, gave his life. He stepped up not because he was asked to. In fact, he was told, don't go. You're, what are you doing? You're giving up a career in the NFL. You're nuts. But he thought it was the right thing to do, and so he went. So he went to protect others. He gave up his safety and freedom so that you can have safety and freedom. He gave up money. He gave up fame. And he lost recognition in what could have been like awards like the Pro Bowl, maybe Super Bowl. You never know. He was given of himself. He put the team first. The country was his team. And he put the team first. He was standing up for others who couldn't stand up for themselves. So when you take a look at this Arizona person of the year, for example, that we use for this uh, hero conversation to kick it off, how is it even a comparison between somebody like Brittany Griner and Pat Tillman? Someone who's gone overseas and served. You just can't. What about people that haven't done great things in headline news or TMZ or whatever? Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Tonight. What about moms and dads? Other family members. What about the single parent working two jobs so that their children can have a roof over their head, food on the table? What about that? We mentioned military, first responders, doctors, nurses, teachers. But I must say, just because you hold one of those positions doesn't automatically make you a hero. doesn't automatically make you somebody that's revered, somebody who is brave, who has integrity, who does the right thing when no one's looking, who's protecting others. Just because doesn't mean it. You might have the wrong motives. You might have the wrong ambition. You might be selfish, doing it for yourself. Because... As this Hercules movie quote about heroes is going to tell us, we can do all the right things, can't we? But our motives are wrong. In the eyes of everybody, we might be doing all the right stuff, 
but our motives, our agenda is selfish, narcissistic. What can I get out of it? And that's what this has to say. I've been waiting for this day a long time. Mm. What day is that, son? The day I rejoined the gods. You've done wonderfully. You really have, my boy. You're just not there yet. You haven't proven yourself a true hero. But father, I've beaten every single monster I've come up against. I, I'm, I'm the most famous person in all of Greece. I'm, I, I, I'm an action figure. I'm afraid being famous isn't the same as being a true hero. What more can I do? It's something you have to discover for yourself. But how can I... Look inside your heart. I've done all these things. It's now my expectation to join the gods. So I have the arrogance of look at me, look at what I'm doing, therefore I should be rewarded accordingly. Expectations. If I do all this, then I should have that. And so you go about doing all this stuff just to achieve something. Not very heroic. I've done it all. Look at all the stuff that I've done. I'm famous. I'm an action figure. Those are your accolades. Those are your awards. If that's the stuff that you're seeking, that's your award. You've already received it. Heroes are the ones that aren't out there bragging about it. They're the ones out there not being an action figure. They're the ones out there being humble. Putting maybe praise and focus on teammates. Just because you're famous doesn't equal being a true hero. If you do something heroic, like one act of heroism, good for you. But does that still mean you're a hero? Or you, did you just do something heroic? If your goal is to be a hero, if that's your goal, I want to be a hero, then perhaps your heart isn't right. Because I don't think heroes go out and try to become a hero. I think it just happens over the course of time because of who they are. Like we mentioned, parents, teachers, uh, first responders, and some, like first responders, might have more opportunity to prove just because of the nature of their job. But it doesn't mean anything less that a parent working two jobs, single parent working two jobs, a married couple having a regular life, but yet providing for family and being a part of the community, social organizations, church groups, whatever, and you're doing it the right way. That makes you a hero too. I don't think anyone looking to be a hero really becomes one. I think it's just something that happens because you are who you are and you're doing what you do. Now, again, like I mentioned, military, my dad, he's actually a hero. Not only is he a hero for me, but he's a hero because his uh, comrades in arms nominated him for a Silver Star third highest award you can receive in the military, Silver Star, for bravery. And he saved some lives. He saved some lives. He went into that situation not thinking, oh, I want to be a Silver Star winner and be a hero. He went into that situation thinking, I need to help my brothers in arms, help my buddies. And then in doing so, 
because of his actions, because of his decisions, he saved lives, and they nominated him for it. And he became a silver star. So he's a true hero because of the fact that he was awarded the silver star based on the nominations of others that saw his heroic actions. But then to me, because of the nature of who he is as my father and what he's done and the sacrifices that he's made and everything that he has done to provide for me, guidance, leadership, etc., that makes him a hero to me. Same goes for my mother. And that's how it should be. In the uh, military groups on social media and stuff, people who know my father recognize him as a hero. But in the real world, people probably don't really know that. But see, that's the difference. You're not out there flaunting it. Like politicians trying to fake their military records so that they can be elected. It's the humility of knowing what you've done the recognition of it from those that your heroic actions saved and then moving on. So, yeah, sometimes it just happens because of where you are, time, place, whether it's the right what right time, right place, or wrong time, wrong place, however you want to label it. But, yeah, that's how it happens. Coaches. A lot of people look to coaches to be heroes. And there's a lot of coaches out there that have done a lot of good. A lot of coaches out there that are bullies too. So just because you're a coach doesn't mean that you're a hero. But there's a lot of coaches that have helped a lot of kids achieve a lot of things, and especially in lieu of an absent father. So you got to keep that in mind. But yeah, just because you're in a position doesn't mean that you're a hero, but it's what you do. What else? What else about being a hero is there? Here's Greg Laurie. What is a hero? We hear that word thrown around a lot today. If someone is adept at sports, we'll call them a sports hero, basketball hero, baseball hero. If they can play a, an electric guitar extremely well, we might refer to them as a guitar hero. There's even a video game called that. And if there's a sandwich you really like, well, they even have a sandwich called The Hero. <laughs> but what is a hero? I think we've lost the meaning of the word today. A hero is someone who does something selfless and sacrificial. A hero is someone who puts the needs of others above themselves. I think in our culture today we have a lot of celebrities, but very few heroes. Never have we known so much about people who in so many ways matter so little. We need more heroes. One person summed it up this way, drawing a contrast between celebrities and heroes. A hero is known for achievements, the celebrity for well-knownness. The hero reveals the possibilities of human nature. <clears throat> Excuse me. The celebrity reveals the possibilities of the press and media. Celebrities are people who make news, but heroes are people who make history. Time makes heroes, but dissolves celebrities." End quote. Sometimes we don't know who the real heroes are until much later. Sometimes they hold a position before it's popular. They do something before it's fully understood. And with the passing of time, they're vindicated. And we come to regard them as doing something heroic. See, heroes 
selfless and sacrificial. They put the needs of others above themselves. So if we're looking at at who are our heroes, and you're looking at how do we measure up to say this person is a hero, well, they selfless and sacrificial. I think this sums it up pretty good. Are they putting the needs of others above themselves? If they are doing charitable work, is it because they want the photo op? A lot of celebrities are out there today doing all kinds of whatever, but they're few heroes. How true is that? There are a lot of people out there, so many people, that matter so little. I mean, think about it. Think about the celebrities. Think about politicians. Think about athletes. Think about people who you think are heroes. Do they really matter that much? What have they done? I keep bringing that up because I think that's an important point to hit home. What have they done? If you think about it in a spiritual world, Okay, depending on what your spiritual beliefs are. Maybe you don't have any, but if if you do, I mentioned Gandhi and Mother Teresa a little bit earlier. But what are the requirements from them that make them heroes? Martin Luther King Jr. I like the fact that you're talking about heroes and becoming a hero takes time because they make history. And that's how you know. See, heroes and hero, like the act of being a hero. So a heroic act might be in the immediate. But becoming a hero might take time. And then you've got the comparison between heroes and celebrities. So heroes known for their achievement. Celebrities known for their well-knownness. Isn't that what social media is all about? You have somebody on social media that has a gazillion followers, gets a gazillion likes, and what are they known for? Being well-known. That's about it. They don't have much achievement, do they? Heroes are known for demonstrating or showing the possibilities of human nature, all these great things. A lot of times this is proven in an act of tragedy, whether it be something like a 9-11 or maybe the tsunamis in the Indian Ocean or maybe a volcano that might erupt or maybe some crime where somebody is saving somebody from imminent loss of life on the streets of America, whatever it might be. That's the possibilities of human nature rising up to the occasion versus the possibilities of the press and media. If the press and the media are fawning over you, chances are you're probably not a hero. You just have the approval of the press and media. Like I said, heroes takes time, makes history celebrities they make news and time dissolves celebrities you've heard the the quote standing the test of time that's the difference a hero will stand the test of time celebrity won't they go away they become obsolete non-relevant heroes are known much later they do something that's ahead of their time might not even be popular at the time but then as time goes by what they've said or did becomes true And they become heroes because of it. And that's the thing that we have to look at. You know, we look at these things and we look at these people and we put them on pedestals, but for what reason? Because of a position that they have. 
I mean, heroes aren't perfect. I mean, think about it. Superman had kryptonite. Iron Man had his vanity. You might not know, uh, or do you know the origination of the Achilles heel? Have you heard that? Well, Achilles, a mythological figure, was dipped in the river Styx. So he would be invincible. But when his mother held him and dipped him in the river Styx, where her fingers were on his ankles, that part never touched the water. That exposed his Achilles heel or the heel on him. And then later he died because an arrow pierced his heel and thus the Achilles heel. So he had vulnerability. And we're going to have vulnerability. And we're going to have kryptonite. And we're going to have, I think Wonder Woman had something uh, that made her uh, vulnerable. If you uh, did something to her, like put her lasso around her or something like that. So everybody has something. But a true hero isn't measured by the size of his or her strength, but by the strength of their heart. Again, you're going back to the heart. What is the reason why we're doing it? What are motives? Are our motives genuine and real? Or are they phony and fake for a press op? Or because we want the press and media to like it? Or because we want a bunch of likes on social media? Or because we have something that we want to gain from it? Or are we just doing it to do it? I like to use the analogy sometimes. I saw a, uh, a post years ago. Might have even been on the old MySpace thing, but it was during the holidays, Thanksgiving, and someone put on there, you know, great Thanksgiving day. Now we're off to feed the homeless. Okay, that's great. But why are you announcing that to everybody? Do you want the praise and admiration and accolations of, hey, good for you? I mean, that's all you get. But if you do it in secret or maybe quiet, that's the true motive. So a true hero isn't measured by the size of his or her strength, but by the strength of his or her heart. A hero is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. See, that's something you can look at. So now, as you're starting to look at these people, you're starting to get some criteria by which we could sit there and say, okay, this person might be a hero. That person might be a hero. Because they have achieve something. They possess outstanding qualities. They're selfless. They put others above themselves. They're known for their achievements. They've demonstrated the possibilities of the human nature. They're not in it for themselves. They're not known for their well-knownness. They're not admired by the press and the media. Maybe they're the unsung hero. That's the other thing that we're missing from this the unsung hero, the person that goes unnoticed and is doing all these great things, saving lives, helping people, maybe some missionary or some aid worker someplace. Those are the type of people that become heroes and heroic. You know, we talk about uh, award season, you know, January, February, March. You've got the award season, like I mentioned. You've got the Grammys, the Golden Globes, I think, the Oscars, People's Choice Awards, stuff like that. So everyone sits around and praises these actors and these musicians and tell them how they're great they are and, you know, put them up on a pedestal. They get treated like royalty, gift bags. They walk the red carpet. They're, 
you know, spat it all over the the magazines and the websites and ETV and all that good stuff. And everyone praises them for how great they are, but why? Why do we put them up on pedestals? What have they done? I'd ask that question. What have they done? I'm not taking away from the fact that they might be talented in front of the camera or behind the camera or they're doing their job. Yeah, good for them. But really, why do we put them up on pedestals just because of a position that they hold? How different are they from you and I? Well, society deems them different. You get, they get better treated. They get a better or more advantageous legal system. They get more opportunity, perhaps. And like I said, they might have talent and do their craft very well. But again, how is that any different from a parent or a family, a mom and dad raising kids, putting them through school, going to their job so they can put food on the table? so they can put them in a school, so they get better education, helping them with their homework, coaching Little League, or the single parent trying to do that, or the step-parent stepping in and filling the role of an absent parent. Or maybe the parent isn't just absent, but you're stepping in and filling the role because originally the two people couldn't get along. These are the unsung heroes. What about grandparents filling in because their parents can't do it? So the grandparents meaning the, their, their children, couldn't take care of their grandchildren, so now the grandparents step in to do that. And again, stepdads, stepmoms filling the role they've never intended on filling. Volunteers at shelters, feeding the homeless, you know, just everyday people doing everyday things. You know, we've talked about it before. You know, if you do one act of kindness, a random act of kindness, okay, and you just did one a day. In a year, you do 365. Now, it could be of varying degrees, opening the door for somebody, maybe giving somebody some food, maybe giving somebody a ride, whatever. How great, how small. But if you did it, that's 365. If we all did that, imagine the impact we would have. We'd be bringing out our inner greatness. We'd be raising the standard. We'd be inspiring others to do the same. And then as we do that, society is now improving and things are getting better. We're motivating. We're being an inspiration. Our lifestyle and our mindset changes. And then we become that hero to those people. And that's what, that's what we should be doing. We should be looking for opportunities where nobody is going to know what we're doing, but we do it anyways because we have and we possess qualities that are humble, that are putting others above ourselves, that are thinking about others first more than ourselves, that we have strength in our heart and not in our mind as far as our ego and stuff like that. So why do we put celebrities up on a pedestal? Why do we give Brittany Griners of the world awards when there are definitely more deserving people? I mean, she was an admitted felon. Pled guilty for bringing drugs into Russia. And is she really the best Arizona has to offer? Politicians, pastors, religious leaders. We lift all these people up to hero status. Maybe they're not deserving of it. Maybe 
like I mentioned earlier, if you're a religious person, maybe the Sunday school worker or the daycare provider in the nursery, maybe they are the true heroes of the church because a true hero always puts others first. Now, again, you may not subscribe to the fact that when it comes to religion, you got various religions that people believe, obviously, but in Christianity, it's centered around Jesus. And so let's just take for a moment that Jesus was real, okay? And let's take for a moment that Jesus, whether you believe or not, but just go with me for a minute, okay? And you can compare it to any other religion that you have. I'm not not starting a holy war, but just go with me for a minute, okay? I like to obviously challenge the narrative. I like to make us think, get us outside the box, right? Conversation. So think about it for a minute. So let's say Jesus in the Christian world is the religious figure. And he's God, and he comes to earth. And he walks on this earth for 33 years. And if you read about the things that he did, he was a carpenter, which isn't very glamorous. Um, He walked around with 12 dudes. He didn't have any place to live. Uh, He did perform some miracles, if you believe that. Saved lives, healing people, healing the blind, the sick. And then ultimately, as the story goes, Jesus died on the cross for the sins of everybody. So he did something sacrificial in the sacrificial lamb. Then he rose again to save the world. So now, just go with me. So if that's true, you believe that's true, okay, and there's many people that believe it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying anything. It's just, let's go with some facts here. If that is true, isn't that something? Isn't that someone that's heroic? I mean, think about all the things. Healing others. Okay, again, divine intervention. But he's healing others. He's putting others first. He's dying for somebody. Would you die for somebody? Would you put your life on the line for somebody? Pat Tillman did. A lot of soldiers did. A lot of first responders do. A lot of people do put others before themselves in their positions, absolutely. But would you die for somebody like Jesus died on the cross? That's something to think about. Name another religious figure. What have they done? Is that something to be heroic about? So, again, if you're going to take a model... You know, we looked at celebrities, we've looked at musicians, we've looked at people of this world, athletes, etc. But what if we take into the supernatural, into the spiritual world, the religious world? What are you following? And whatever you're following is fine. Like I said, it's not a holy war, it's conversation. But when you look at someone like Jesus, who died on the cross, as the Bible says, to save everybody from their sins, whether you believe it or not, that act, okay, It's selfless. It's putting others first. It's having noble qualities. It's achieving something for other people. So if someone who is God comes to earth, takes on the form of a man, and dies on the cross for other people, let's say you don't believe that, but isn't that the type of lifestyle that we should be doing? Now, maybe we're not going to die, I'm just saying, isn't that what we should be living up to? That type of 
expectation for ourselves, doing something for other people instead of ourselves, I'm going to get you thinking or take any other figure out there. What have they done? Is that something to emulate? Or is it self-serving and narcissistic and putting me first? So no matter what, take a look at, we talked about Achilles and his heel, okay? You could put uh, mythology if you want to even go there. We had Hercules, a cartoon. He was saying he did all these great things. But the gods were like, you've done it for the wrong reason. So yeah, according to you, you should be a god because you've done all these great things. You're an action figure. But have you done it for the right reason? And they said no. Think about Thor, same thing, right? If you watch the movie Thor and Marvel. So there's always something where people are doing these heroic things, but they're doing it for the wrong reason. And therefore, they don't get the reward that they are truly seeking because a true hero always puts other people first. This is Two Steps Ahead Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. I'm Son Edom. Hey, you can check out our website at RadioWarp.com. That's Radio W-A-R-P, RadioWarp.com. You can uh, click on the Two Steps Ahead podcast logo. Our shows pop up. They're both in video form and audio form. The video form will pop up on the actual website, and then there's a link to our SoundCloud account, which is our audio version, and you can download the audio podcast and take it with you on the go. You can also um, listen to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We're pretty much on every platform. You can follow us on Instagram at TWO, Two Steps Ahead Podcast, in the Linktree link in the bio. If you click on it, some options pop up. It'll take you to our Rumble account where you can watch videos. Um, It'll take you to our SoundCloud account. It'll take you to our merchandise shop where you can buy some cool Two Steps Ahead Podcast merchandise, T-shirts, drinkware, so basically clothes and drinkware, things like that that you might use every day. Um, There's also some other links in there. Uh, The other thing I'd like to let you know about at RadioWarp.com, there is a live streaming radio station that plays some great music. Um, It's heavy on the 80s if you're an 80s fan, but there's also some new music in there as well that you might enjoy. Plus, you can hear Two Steps Ahead podcast on our live streaming station. Some other podcasts are there as well. Also, some other programming, music programming, for example, The Beat Goes On which is a musical journey back in time, focusing on a a year in music. So there's a lot of cool entertainment stuff at RadioWarp.com, both uh, on the pages and on the Listen Live button in the upper right-hand corner. Maybe something for you to uh, check out here in the new year. You can also, um, again, listen anywhere you listen, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, etc. And then... um, the other thing, too, is if you want to reach out, you can email the show. The email address is TWO, two steps ahead podcast at gmail.com. And if you send me something, I will definitely respond because I do keep an eye on it. And you might just need to give me a day or two. Um, but yeah, and comments, questions, uh, maybe who you think your heroes are. I'd love to have some feedback because I think that would be great. And then the other thing, too, if you want to get to know a little bit more about me, um, and what I do and see some see me outside of the studio, outside of behind the microphone, my personal Instagram is Edom Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S, uh, Edom Rocks at Instagram. And then you can just kind of, you know, see some, some of me outside in the world, outside the studio, outside of behind the microphone. 
Two Steps Ed podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. I'm signing them. Hey, thanks for listening. Do tell a friend. And until next time, God bless.